Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. Uh, this is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we got involved in some conversations we, we really didn't need to, <laughs> as is often the case. Involving which you'll be fielding in Dion Dublin. Exactly, as, as you'll be hearing. Uh, we talked a bit of Spurs with uh, Theo Delaney from the Spurs show podcast. Um, we also chatted to a former Manchester United youngster, youngster, should I say, for a series of odd coincidences. He never quite left the club behind. Not that he wanted to. His name is Nicky Welsh and he has a new book out. Um, we talked uh, T... Well, he didn't talk T20 cricket. That's talked, a bit... Talked talk the 100. The 100, that's mm. right. Uh, ben Bloom from The Telegraph joined us to talk about the 100 and uh, the idea that the wickets... Uh, will not be out, and uh, we wickets will be out. Wickets will be out. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just, so it's near the it's, end of the show. It is near the end. It's been a long day. Yeah. it's been a long day. Yeah. And, and you haven't even heard my uh, DIY problem yet. No, but um, this may be in the podcast. It may not. Who it, knows? We don't know. And also, we talked about uh, the fact that Sheffield United are looking to Belgium to find their new manager. The manager of Ostend could be on his way to Bramall Lane. So uh, we bring you the tail end of that for a reason. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm, I admit I took a night off last night. From I've caught up with the highlights, but I looked at those pictures and I thought, you know what, I think I've earned myself. I've earned the right. to. And I, th- I thought, I'm not, there's not going to be a whole lot coming out of those wow. two games. I went for a nice walk and it was nice to see people. I sort of felt... I wouldn't go as far as say emotional, okay. but, but it was nice to see people out yeah. having a nice time out in. Did you pub go? To a pub? I didn't. No, I didn't. And then it was nice until we turned a corner and three very drunk men were singing "Who Let the Dogs Out," and I thought, oh, maybe okay. we could close pubs for another couple of months. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have we, haven't, we haven't learnt our lessons, have yeah. we? Um, but the VAR was hilariously bad at oh, West yeah. Brom, wasn't it? That was a, a new, really... it's a new one, isn't it? A new. Uh, we couldn't. We didn't have a decent camera. Angle. Two different angles. Yeah, that, um, was, that, that really did take some doing. Where his legs are. It was interesting talking to Kevin Hatchard yesterday. Maybe the secret, uh, a German football expert, maybe the secret is that you just don't see it. It wouldn't annoy you so much if you did. If somebody just said in a box in Stockley Park, as offside, you know, if that was the norm, you'd have right. to accept it. Because okay. in Germany, they don't show you it. So there are two schools of thought. They don't right? show so, you all those lines rocking and right. rolling and saying we didn't have a camera angle. They just say... Nine. So in the Australia version, you get everything. You hear everything, you mm. see everything, and that kind of works. Which is what I kind of prefer. Probably. Or you get absolutely nothing. Yeah. So like we could have lots of adverts, or they could just play, you know, the best goals 
yeah. from like the last so 20 years. So what we've years. got now is this pointless halfway house mm. where we only get like some of what's going on. We don't hear the reasoning for it. We do see the rocking and rolling of the lines yeah. and we we discover why they've arrived at a decision and it makes them all look stupid. So, but then we don't actually hear them say it. So God bless them. We've got the, west, the, the worst of all worlds. Is it we? just you just have to now accept that it's ridiculous yeah. and then if you find humour in that, it's okay. And that is fine yeah. unless it's your team. And it'll happen to your team at some point, but it'll probably all even out <laughs> over the centuries. We shouldn't look, you can't look at you can't look at that. You know, you can't have that attitude. Oh, you know, these things even themselves out over the, the course World of Cup a final, lifetime. But it's all right. You wouldn't look at your life like that. Would you or do you? Maybe so there are people out maybe I should write a self help book where you, <laughs> you build you know, you say, Well, you know, these things even themselves out over a lifetime. You Listen, get, I'm not maybe a, it's true. I'm not a trained psychologist and I don't no, know if that would work. You could have you never really bothered. No, everyone came in and sat on the couch and they said I've had a terrible time yeah. I've lost this person this relationship isn't going well and I just every single answer would just be I'll oh, even itself out over yeah. the course of the life you know crack on exactly you know job done I just I'm, you know one hour that's all you need one minute is all you need from psychology with what Max. football uh, cliched uh, football management can tell us about life by Max Rushton who'll be Absolutely. signing copies in Waterstones yeah. and if they say I'm terribly sad I just say not for me, Clive. I think you're happy. Yeah. Off you go. Off you go. <laughs> and I, Everton as well. I'm trying to think. Do you think Everton are the hardest team to support? Just kind of they hardest give you a team to support. A kind of bit of hope. But at well, the if end you're of a Grimsby fan, you'd probably beg to differ. No, but it's you? different. It's different because expectations also come into it. Yeah. So it was, I'm a Cambridge fan. I have no expectations. I know we're second in League Two. Odds are we will get promoted, but I don't believe it for a second. And yeah. if we do, I'll still be surprised. So Everton fans have much higher expectations than that. You as a Spurs fan, you have higher expectations. But Everton, it just never quite... You just sit there going, God, we, you know, they... They messed it up like these two results. I mean, that is yeah. flat. There were a lot, lot of players out. They last did, week. I know, but still, yeah. I, 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 I sympathise with Everton fans. I think it must be a hard team to support. Yeah. It doesn't mean the teams below them. You know, there are lots of teams who have less money and mm. worse players and don't finish. But as you, high. you're talking about, you know. If you balance the expectations, I mean, it will even itself out over the well, lifetime. It will, it'll even, it'll <laughs> it'll even itself out. Everton fans need not to worry. Don't get in touch. Everton not interested. Fans have it's got fine. title wins yeah. and cup finals. Yeah. It has evened itself it has, out over. Yeah. A lot. I suppose yeah. it depends when you're born and when you died, isn't it? Really, but those two things also make a big difference to your whole life in general. <laughs> now that's very true. Um, Alexander Blessing, B L double S I N. Alexander Blessing. No, 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 no G. Um, yeah. Now he is. Uh, looks like he could be off to Sheffield United. We're going to find out a bit more about him from uh, our Belgium football expert. He's been at Ostend. Ostend to the Premier League slash Championship. Sorry, Sheffield United fans. Mm-hmm. He's not a leap that people normally make, but this guy has got some pedigree and he's done a rather good job. Yeah. So we'll find out a bit more about him uh, later on. Uh, Dale Vince is on the lookout for a new gaffer currently. Um, they, they parted company, as we like to say in football, at the weekend with Mark Cooper. So um, I, I would imagine he's been inundated. He, I think he says he's had. He's quite open-minded as he goes in search of a new one. So we'll look at the process that uh, uh, the, the person in charge of a club goes through to uh, sign a new gaffer. Um, we would like some TV formats for Alexander Blessing. We yeah, think absolutely. Get him some, uh, get him some work. Yeah, go on then. Uh, Jim says, Brian Blessing, uh, where the premise of the show is uh, Alexander Blessing grows and maintains 
maintains a magnificent beard, mm. all whilst shouting conversation. Uh, Woody says, blessing in disguise. Oh. Uh, this is D-I-S-S, skies, S-K-I-E-S. Alexander Blessing visits the town of Dis in Norfolk cool. to discuss the various cloud patterns and weather conditions. Well, that's, 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 that's like a national, good watch. For Nat Geo, yeah. that one, isn't it? <clears throat> um, so, yeah, keep those uh, coming in. <clears throat> If you would. Yes, if you would, we'd, we'd like some TV formats for Alexander Blessing. There's probably about three or four key ones or core ones, and then there'll be variations. Then we'll it'll run out of steam. So, but these things sort of average themselves out over the course of a show. <laughs> they will, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Also, um, yeah, jazzing up the 100. We're going to talk to Ben Bloom from The Telegraph. Um, you probably heard yesterday that, um, that we're going to see some changes um, in the 100. We're going to have... Not have outs, uh, t- wickets. Sorry, wickets will be known as outs. Absolutely, yes. Uh, in uh, the hundred, uh, Sam Curran will be renamed Maureen Blenkinsop <laughs> for uh, for the hundred. So all, all bets are off. So we just thought there might be some other. Ben's had some nice innovations. Some of which we used to do kind of on the field and in the playground. Remember six and out? Yeah. Used six, to play six and out. Great idea. Let's bring it in for the hundred. Okay. It, it seems they've tip decided. And run, tip and run, of course. Tip and run. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, so we'll look at some of the other things he suggested and what he makes of this uh, idea of sort of because ultimately, if you don't like cricket, you probably <laughs> won't like the hundred. <laughs> you might con a few people. Yeah, you might. I mean, if you've hated cricket all your life. These kind of little cosmetic tweaks may not change your mind. It may introduce a new audience to it. We'll find out. I, um, I, I tweeted this out as well, you know, new terminology for cricket. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with wickets now being outs. Grey Nichols got in touch. Oh, good. Uh, if bats aren't called ball slayers, we want no part of it, say Grey Nichols. <laughs> ball slayers. Yeah, that's, that's good, good though, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. That's, I like that. Yeah, so look, uh, plenty of those, please. Keep them coming. Uh, some innovations, and we'll put some of those to Ben when we discuss it later on and read about during the show. Talksport.com, text 8 10 89 tweets TSH and J that's TSH A-N-D-J The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport Paul Hawksby Matt Rushton here on TalkSport as we look at ways to jazz up the 100 it strikes us that people are already uh, trying these things and have in the past uh, Rob says one year out of five over Poseid beach cricket event in Phuket uh, on my suggestion a team could nominate one over to play their joker to score double runs I could see that in the 100 all bets are off I made sure I was wasn't playing. It was a giggle, but it wasn't for pros with millions of pounds chucked at it. Well, then it's not a bad idea. That's Play your joker. Absolutely you get double idea. runs. A good idea, Rob. Yeah. Anyway, keep them coming. Uh, uh, Josh says it should be played in the dark. Glow in the dark, face paint and ball. We amazing watch. Uh, his other idea of a square ball is not so much, but glow in the dark. Glow in the dark yeah. uh, cricket for the 100. That would be good, yeah. That's Excellent. What a good idea. Keep them coming, then we'll discuss it a little bit later on. Uh, but first, uh, it's confirmed earlier on today that Tottenham and Manchester City fans will be guinea pigs at another test event. Um, and uh, I think they're going to have a couple of thousand fans each. There'll be 8,000 in. Key workers will be looked after and locals in Brent as well for the game, Carabao Cup final. So 2,000 apiece for the Tottenham fans and the City fans, although I think City fans may find themselves getting a few back because I'm not altogether sure Spurs will sell their allocation <laughs> the way they're playing at the moment. I a chance. Joining us now to chat about that and the ubiquitous uh, Harry Kane question, Theo Delaney from the Spurs Show podcast. Hi, Theo. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, yeah, good thank thanks. you. I mean, the, the details have emerged today what City and Spurs fans will need to do. Two tests, 
Uh, you have to have an official test. You have to go to a centre and get an email or a text that you can show on the day. You've got to fill in uh, an identification form. Uh, it will be like uh, about a tenth for the stadium, so the atmosphere won't be stunning. And you know what? I'm, I'm beginning, I think, not for me. I, I don't know how you're feeling about it. Are you going to reply? No, I feel exactly the same. I mean, you know... All that rigmarole, the likelihood you won't get one anyway after going through all the rigmarole. And then, yeah, sitting in a half-empty stadium watching what promises to be rather a one-sided football match. Uh, mm. It could be depressing experience, I think. So, yeah. no, it, it doesn't appeal to me at all. I mean, my guess is what will happen on the day is that Tottenham will go 1-0 uh, up. Um, <laughs> and then in the 55th minute, the cane will be taken off. And uh, Tanganga will be brought Sissoko, on. Tanganga or Sissoko will come on. And then it will go one all. Then it will go 2 1 to City uh, with five minutes left. And then we'll sling on three strikers <laughs> and hit the post twice, but lose. Uh, that, that, yeah. that, does that sound at all familiar? I mean, it's hardly worth playing the game, <laughs> is it? You've basically just described it in, in great detail <laughs> with extraordinary accuracy. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Uh, that sounds disturbingly familiar mm. I was I was just talking about how difficult it must be to support Everton where you sort of occasionally have hope and then it really hurts and you know I don't you know Tottenham are inverted commas my big team who win things I might need to swap Cambridge and Tottenham around the team who wins yeah, things yeah well I know wow. and, uh, but, I, but you know I'm not died in the wool right? it doesn't it doesn't ruin my weekend mm. uh, it's if they win I'm happy and if they don't I'm I'm like well sort of used to it I guess well yeah so am I but, so are me and Theo but, and, but, 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 <laughs> yeah. but, but like I just thought you were saying before the show, Paul. It's just there's a there's an indifference now. I know. There's, there's a it's just an acceptance of this sort of turgid pain. Yeah. That you think what what is the point? And I don't like this. You know, I don't know about you. I was saying yesterday. I don't I don't like not caring if Tottenham lose. I'm not used to it. And um, it, it, just the way I felt on Sunday, I saw John Christ, our mutual friend, saying, "It's not the hope that kills you. It's the indifference." And he and he's right, isn't it? It's not a nice feeling to have about your football team that you're really invested in. Well, absolutely. Uh, and that's what, unfortunately, that's what Mourinho has done to our team and our club. And, and unfortunately, he's got form. He did it at Manchester United. This is exactly how Manchester United fans were, were speaking towards the end of his reign there. And I think, actually, probably towards the end of his second reign at Chelsea, there was a, there was a strong element of that. And he just, sat, he, he just saps the enthusiasm and the joy out of it, to be honest. It's so interesting. Before the game, I, I, we were because I was on on Sunday. Before the game, there was a quote of him saying, "You know, I, I believe in these players, and I believe in that they can do it." And you just think, I know what's going to happen after this game. Yeah. He's going to say absolutely the opposite of yeah. this. We yeah. all know it. It's like just a, it's just so it's so obvious, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's yeah. not a question, Theo. It's just a bit of a rant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see. It's a rant I'm familiar with. Hmm. I mean. The thing is, that what, what everything that what, what you feel with Mourinho, and you, you know, you don't want to go, you don't want to stick the boot in too much. He's a human being like anyone else. But mm. what you feel like is, he's a narcissist, and every single utterance is designed in his mind to make him look better and to make him look blameless and still, you know, omnipotent. But I think it gets to the stage here now, and I think it did at Manchester United, where no one is buying it at all, and we're just waiting waiting for the inevitable to happen because um it you know it's only a question of time i think and this cup final is almost a complication in the process that did sound a bit like you were putting the boot in there we've seen glenn hoddle uh, say today in his podcast that he feels that um you know harry kane will have to give some serious thoughts he did about uh, moving on and the same way that i don't think there was a great deal of blame uh, a portion to Glenn Hoddle when he left and went to Monaco. 
I think if Harry Kane was, I don't want him to, obviously, nor do you, and nor do any Spurs fans. But if he were to leave, not as it wasn't to Arsenal, in the summer, I think he'd get a good welcome back. I think most Spurs fans would say, look, of a player of his quality, he probably gave us two, possibly three seasons longer than a lot of other players would have done. And I, I don't want him to go, but I wouldn't have a beef with him if he did. Yeah, and that's that's another sad situation that we find ourselves in because when you think about it, he signed a six-year contract in 2018. So he would have had no intention of leaving at all. At that point, he would have thought, I'm going to stay here. We're going in the right direction. We're competing at the top end of the table. We can win the title. We can win a Champions League. You know, And in a short space of time, he's concluded, and everyone else has concluded it too, that that is not the case right now. We look like a long way away from that. So I don't think he ever intended to do that. I think he's been forced into a situation that he didn't like. But if he's to realise his potential, and everyone's entitled to try and do that in life, aren't they? He's got to, he feels like, if he feels like he's got to go, and that's what all the signs are, yeah, I absolutely agree. No one's going to blame him as long as he does it in the right way. That's the other thing. Glenn mm. did it in the right way. Bale did it in the right way. Others have done it not so well. Teddy Sheringham couldn't couldn't stop himself saying some nasty things as he left, you know, and Berbatov got on a plane. <laughs> just, yes. Just left. Just, and joined the club you know. he wasn't going to join. Just he took the team exactly. down the front. Was it, just, it was just, yeah. it was like yeah. first ticket to anywhere. Get, yeah. to, get, get to Heathrow, get yeah. to Stansted and say, I'll go to the next place. And he, it, it exactly. Been, if it, there, there was a coach to Yarmouth, he could have been playing for Norwich <laughs> or something. It could, have been, yeah. it could have ended up being that. Um, no, it would be yeah. very interesting. Uh, so there is a school of thought that says give it give it Ledley and Ryan Mason to the end of the season uh, it's it's a madcap scheme but do you think I mean there's no way there's going to be changes now I think any decision will be made at the end of the season I think so yeah I mean I think the board will be thinking first of all that let's get to the cup final let's see what happens there that's what I mean about being a bit of a complication in the delay in the cup final is it's just been sort of hovering there and then after that we've only got a few games left haven't we uh, but the way we're looking, I don't think we've got, we've got almost no chance of getting in the Champions League, which from Levy's point of view would have been a minimum requirement, mm. really. Um, and we may well miss out on the Europa League, which, I mean, the fans won't cry too much for missing out on the Europa League, but, the, but for the financials, it's, it's very bad. you know. So at that point, they might get rid of him, but it's going to cost them like, what's he going to cost them? 20, 30 million quid just to get rid of him? I think psychologically, I mean, you have to just say you've bought a player who's broken his leg. And, and yeah, that's, that's what it is. Can I ask? I, I presume you've had this um, philosophical debate. Would you rather win the Carabao Cup and Jose is still the manager next season, or you lose to City and you don't have Mourinho next season? That is a brutal question. It is. I do absolutely brutal for putting because, you under pressure like that. Because we're desperate to win a trophy, obviously. And, uh, I, you know, if we do win it, that'll be, I'll probably, you'll probably see a grown man cry if you're anywhere near me. I'll be out in the streets sobbing. Yeah. But then. You know, within within five minutes, I'll realise with the awful the awful truth that it might be. But you know, if I was Levy, I'd still sack him. I mean, you can't keep him on just because he's won. Yeah. You know, the Carabao Cup. It's a one one game. That would be that wouldn't make any sense at all. It'd be irrational to keep him on because he happened to win one game. However, however, we managed to do it. So, and I've award, avoided the question. Yeah, and the award, of course, uh, European award, is to go in this new competition, which is. Yeah. 
basically called worse than the Europa League. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. imagine a competition <laughs> yeah. that's worse than the Europa League? And yeah. Max was asking me, where would they fit that in the schedule? Well, there's only one place, oh, Sunday mornings. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> this should be the new home of Sunday morning football. The UEFA Conference League will be on a park do, in Latvia. It should be on a park. You'll it? start Absolutely. probably, you'll probably have to play your first game at the end of April. Your first, yeah. there'll be 12 qualifying games. We won't be able to warm up on the pitch because another game happening on the pitch before your game. <laughs> that's right. You have to get straight off oh. after. You're going to keep hearing shouts during commentary. <laughs> Over here, mate, yeah. give us the ball back. And there'll and be a whistle. Everyone stop the game next door. Some bloke's it? dog runs on. Uh, a competition worse than Europa League is our prize at the end of it. Should we beat yeah. the mighty city? Anyway, I'll leave yeah. you with that and I thought we'd cheer you up this afternoon. <laughs> you yeah. really, really... Lads, I feel so much better. It's like therapy. <laughs> Thank you, It'll Theo. all even itself out, Theo. Of course, over the course of, yeah, of, a, course, of a lifetime. Of uh, cheers, Theo. Thanks very much. Cheers. Yeah, Theo Delaney there from the Spurs Show podcast. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. your ideas coming for uh, jazzing up the 100 they're coming up their own of course uh, we're going to have uh, outs not wickets uh, and um, Ben Bloom's going to join us later on he's had some nice ideas you glow in the dark we liked uh, mm. that would work very well and uh, having you playing your joke I think Ben came up with earlier on we like that playing your joke and you pick your over and you get double it's not runs it'd be points or goals I guess Double super hit. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't thought of it through Double yet. Hits. Hits. Uh, Wollaston Village FC, friends of the show, say Duckworth Lewis uh, will be changed where you get the captains to decide a weather-affected game by doing impressions of Jack Duckworth or Lewis Capaldi. Best, funniest wins. <laughs> That's a nice That's a idea. wonderful idea, isn't yeah. it? Stern. Where does where the is... Duckworth Lewis Stern, of course? <laughs> where does where does Stern fit into it? Stern John. You've got to do impression of Stern John <laughs> from Nottingham. Anyway, that's a possibility. It's but, really I mean, hard. If someone did a brilliant impression of Stern John, would you be able to pick it? I'm Britain's foremost Stern John impersonator. <laughs> Surely sure the judge has to be Stern John's yeah, dad to be like, does. that actually does sound like Stern John to But me. can you imagine, if you're really trying to distance yourself from what they consider old cricket, that they would have to decide games by Duckworth Lewis? <laughs> imagine some kid who doesn't like cricket coming to this game fresh, thinking, the 100, I love it, it's fresh. What's Duckworth Lewis Stern? Anyway, we'll move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. It's worth mentioning that Brexit may get in the way of this, given mm. that that's one of the headlines because of, you know, the number of points you get depending on what league you have come from. Yeah. If you're a player or a manager, as far as I understand it, and the Belgian league isn't sort of in the highest tier. No. Um, and also, uh, probably less importantly, I've been checking, there's no direct ferry from Ostend to Hull. Uh. So, so I was thinking that's quite close to Sheffield, isn't it? So yeah. he'd have to get a ferry to Ramsgate and then drive. And or then he could dr- fly, I guess. <laughs> it's not like Alan. You know, we could, we could get the Ramsgate ferry and then, you know, we could drive. Ferry, Ostend, ferry, be, Hull, Sheffield, Bosch. Bang. Job done. Um, we thought also, if blessings come in, we do need some, if you fancy doing a bit of TV work, you can come out with some TV formats. Um, blessing this house. Um, Alexander Blessing, exorcism slash loft conversions, <laughs> says says Jambo from Redditch. So that's, that's an interesting... What channel would you put something on? Imagine pitching that, to, which I've had, sadly had to do in the past. Imagine going into a broadcast and saying, it's a kind of cross... It's it's loft conversions and exorcisms. <laughs> I'd just love to, see the, love to see their face, because none of them would give you a straight answer. None of them would I say, that's those, a terrible no, idea. There no. are those channels that, yeah. that, that you know do, do sort of home improvement Improvement in the day, yeah. and then they go a bit more, you know, haunted house at night. Well, I'll say, yeah, I, I, uh, it was Yvette Fielding, isn't it? And yeah. Dion Dublin. Yeah. You can cover, if those two together, 
<laughs> making it anyway. <laughs> while uh, Reg down here is possessed by the devil and his head spinning round, let's go upstairs <laughs> and see how Dion's getting on with that loft conversion. Thanks, Yvette. Stairs to yeah. the exorcism. And all you can exactly, hear yeah. is the most appalling language coming downstairs. <laughs> Dion does his head turning yeah, around 360 all this degrees. green stuff flying out the window as Dion says, well, I hope I wouldn't have to clear that up. So anyway, you might be onto something. I poo-pooed the idea, fella, but I think you might be onto something. Like once you see, the, there's no such thing as a bad idea. You have to brainstorm it. Tony said, "Not yeah. Ramsgate." Oh dear, but I made a mistake. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know your fairy. Do you? <laughs> I really don't know my fairy terminals. Okay. What would be okay? All we're saying is, what would be the easy? If you if you've got time on your hands, we clearly haven't got a show to do. If you're if you're going to go from Ostend to Sheffield, be honest, you're not going to do. You're not going to commute, is he? He's only ever going to have to do it once. You might have to commute early. You don't okay. know that, do you? Okay. What's the best way? doing it it's like uh, Winston Bogard didn't he commute yeah, this is what they want apparently uh, working out routes um, if the uh, Jim Shelley says if the Europa Conference League is on Sunday mm-hmm. it's going to put some people who shall remain nameless out of a job which probably explains why Max I mean they <laughs> are against it that's very true he wasn't keen Jim wasn't he on the oh no Barry and I on a Sunday would happily do live yeah. we'd, we'd do match day live the Europa plate that would be good in. yeah so can the you dirty Europa plate from Hackney Marshes apart from working out the Ostend Sheffield route uh, maybe you would like to imagine a competition worse than Europa League this afternoon. This Europa Conference League, can you imagine what's it going to be like? Give us um, some blue sky thinking then of what we can expect from the poor man's Europa League. What a sorry world that is. <laughs> Ted has been in touch on uh, on uh, changing the 100. This is mm. a great idea. Obviously, we're changing wickets for outs. Yep. So, come on, we need to attract a new audience, an audience that don't really like cricket or know anything about cricket. We're going to lull them in. One player, says Ted, is allowed to be on as many steroids as their body will allow. Really? Why not? So just, like the super hitter comes in at six, this giant man, well, that, bloodshot there eyes. Is a, there is a sport called baseball that, <laughs> that generally follows that route, actually, and has over the years. People whose shoe size goes up four times in their 30s, which generally doesn't happen naturally. But uh, maybe baseball's got that covered. Anyway, we move on. And uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J to get in touch this afternoon for the poor men's Europa League and how to get to Austin. That's right, I'm sorry. How to get from Austin to Sheffield? I've uh, actually got a DIY question at some point I want to bring up. Good, so okay. the, the show's going to get even marvellous. Yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Text here, Max Paul. A lot of clubs also ensure the bonuses at Premier League clubs for winning leads, etc., at Lloyd's of London or something. It's a product called contractual bonus insurance. Right. So the clubs probably aren't paying that in full. West Ham may have paid a premium to ensure that bonus. Because the insurance company would look at West Ham getting in the Champions yeah, League as one worth taking a risk on. Probably. Oh, they're going to be laughing the other side of their face now, aren't, <laughs> aren't they? they? I, I'm on a, a birthday spread bonus. Yeah, you can uh, imagine Nobes show. in the dressing room saying, let's show Lloyds. <laughs> they don't think we're going to do it, boys. It'd be great. Nobes having a... Th- the going to go up. This, they're going to be... Gonna, you, Golden Sullivan going to... God, our Champions Fournell League... sitting there stewing over an underwriter. <laughs> our Champions I'll, I'll show him. Our premium's going way up, isn't like it? like that. Do you think that? <laughs> like he's in a spaghetti western all of a sudden. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah. I think Golden Sullivan furious about their premiums going up. They've got no claims That's bonuses right, gone, yeah. on it, now? They Maybe they didn't underwrite it. Maybe the next thing you cut to the solid gold statue being removed from David Sullivan's uh, house. It'd be fantastic and having to flog some of that sort of stuff off. 
to pay for the bonuses. <laughs> it's unlikely. I would imagine that the the route is underwriters. It's uh, Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on Talk Sports, um, and uh, we spoke about Alexander Blessings mm. um, or Blessing, isn't he? He's not. Is he Blessing? He's, he's blessing. 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 Yeah, no G, but he's well, no got an G. apostrophe. And uh, we're looking for TV formats for him. He could be taking over at Sheffield United from Ostend. Uh, count your blessings. Um, various members of Blessings family run around in a crowded room and contestants of 30 seconds to count how many of them... Do you think... They, could you see that on telly, really? <laughs> Whoever sent that one in? I mean, he's got a chance. He's got a chance, but I, I'm not sure I'd watch it. If you attach some talent to it, that's always the thing. You well, can go any old... T- if, you've got, if you've got talent attached to Daniel it. Daniel says Alexander and Susanna Reid work through his ancestry map. Very similar to who do they think they are, but it's not. Uh, it's yeah. just about the amount of family. It's no detail. Count your blessings. It's literally just the number of people in Alexander yeah. Blessing's family. Not sure what Susanna... Susanna Reed's just the talent that's been put to it. Susanna well, Reed's count your blessings. Where Alexander <laughs> Blessing counts the number of people he's ever, ever had in his family. It's a marvellous idea. Great ideas. Too. Keep them coming. They're all much of a muchness. But uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Uh, uh, Nicky Welsh joins us former Manchester United youth player who's always been drawn back to the club via various weird coincidences. He'll be explaining all in a few moments' time. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby, Max Rushton here on TalkSport. Nicky Welsh was a a youth player at Manchester United. Um, Didn't get uh, signed by Ron Atkinson. Uh, but been a huge Manchester United fan before. And when he was released by the club, he dabbled uh, at other clubs, but um, c- couldn't just deal with the fact that uh, you know he wasn't playing for Manchester United as such a big fan. He'd rather go and watch Manchester United and give up the game. That's how much of a fan That's he was. A great story. But his life kept being drawn back to the club through uh, coincidences and more. Uh, and he has now told his story in my United Road. Nicky, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sia. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, it is uh, an amazing story. So you're at United as a young lad yep. and uh, hoping to... I mean, you, you, I think you, when, when Big Ron says to you, uh, Nicky, we're not going to keep you on, we're not going to give you a sort of pro contract, you say, look, I'll stick around and play for nothing, Gaffer. Yeah, you were it, so keen to stay. Yeah, it was, wasn't in the script, really. I mean, from when, as long as I can remember as a kid, I, I was always going to play for Manchester United. That was my dream. And as I say, I uh, managed to get... And a, a apprenticeship and a year professional, and then I think they ran out of time on, with me really. And um, Big Ron said, said to me, "Now we can't wait forever." And I'm like, "No, you can't do it. I'll, I don't, don't. You don't have to pay me, you know." <laughs> and uh, he, he actually said, "Don't make it harder than it is. Um, no, you've got to go." And uh, as I say, I'd, I got released, and it was like the end of the world at the time. I'm thinking, "What do I do now?" And this was uh, always my dream. Um, and as I say, I went on. I got an offer then to go to West Bromwich Albion with Nobby Styles, And then I had this sort of pipe dream that he might, with Johnny Giles, get the job back at United and they'd sign me back on again. So even going to work with Nobby <laughs> at, at, at West Brom was about getting back to Manchester yeah, United. In my, in my head, I'm thinking they'll do a, do a, um, a Brian Robson, Remy Moses and sign me back on the pitch. You know, <laughs> no. it was always the dreamer, you know. And was but, there any part of you thought, I just can't play for anyone else because I might have to play against Manchester United. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. A little bit like that, yeah. And I just didn't um, I just didn't have the same, I mean, lovely club West Brom and everything else. I enjoyed it there, so friendly. But when I put the shirt on, it just wasn't the same as putting the, the, the red shirt of Manchester United on with the badge. Yeah. You know? 
Now, the, working with Nobby is, is the first of those links to the club after you've left yep. the club. And then you, know, you take up with a, 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 a local girl, girlfriend, and um, she invites you on a, a, a family dinner. So uh, yep. what happens next? Well, she's actually said uh, you're invited for Sunday lunch and I, I asked who was going and said a mum and dad and a sister and Uncle Matt and Auntie Sheena. And I expected Uncle Matt to be a painter and decorator from within Shaw. And I get there and Uncle Matt's only some Matt Busby. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't believe I couldn't eat my meal I was like <laughs> absolutely gobsmacked but um, obviously got to know him very well which was lovely and um, as I say I'm yeah. very fortunate to have been been in that position you it's know? like karma isn't it the club kept drawing you back it Honestly, kept saying I'm gonna and we've got more to come that's not the end of it but yeah. the club kept drawing you back in didn't it absolutely yeah and as I say it's it was weird it's like I got behind the curtain a little bit and there was like a ghost floating behind you know because <laughs> a lot of the players that went on like Mark Hughes and Norm, Big Norman Whiteside and lads like that David Platt mm. they go on to play in World Cups and everything and I'm like as I say you're mates with them but um no, I yeah. don't have any regrets. That's that's for sure. Did you? I mean, I I um, I, I don't want to get too familiar, but did you did you carry on that relationship longer because Matt Busby was <laughs> her granddad? Well, for oh, enough, sorry. I rang one of my mates who was uh, Billy Garden who'd got in the first team at United, and there's no mobiles then, and I said to him, "Guess who Uncle Matt was?" And, and they said, "Who?" And I said, "Matt Busby." He went, "Nicky." The, length, the depth you'll go to get a game for United. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! And then uh, you're coaching uh, under 13 side. I think your your yeah. lads playing in the team. Yeah. And a, a new boy signs up who happens to be the son of. Yeah, of Sir, well, the grandson of Sir Alex. But, oh, grandson. Um, yeah, Jason. Jason Ferguson's a, a good friend, and he he wanted uh, Jake to sort of play in my team. So um, so he joined. And then, as I say, one of the first games, Sir Alex turns up on the sidelines now. Anyone that's run a kids' football team will know the pressures of <laughs> the parents saying that our Jimmy should be playing centre-forward or that. But when you get Sir Alex turning up... No, he was, he was fine, Sir Alex. He was great, but it was lovely to to see him there. On his, if, if, if United didn't have a game on a Sunday, he'd be a regular um, spectator. He gave yeah. you one bit of advice, though, in a game, didn't he? At he half-time. Did. Well, it was, it was halfway through a game and we were getting beat 2-0 and I'd sort of give up and he'd he sort of grabbed me and said goals change games and it gave me amazing inspiration um, I remember looking in his eyes and I think yeah this is this is my moment here so I went and made a few subs and I was 4-0 down about 10 minutes later I was scared to walk past him <laughs> Did you say you did this Sir Alex? <laughs> no I didn't no, no I, th- I obviously made the wrong subs <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, it's that thing of playing for a club you support and having a chance and dreaming of playing for a club you support. I mean, all sort of joking aside, it yeah. must have been a pretty tough time for you because you'd, you'd put so much into this and wanted to do this. And yeah. the fact you couldn't play football, really, apart from a little stint abroad, for anybody else, uh, ultimately, um, you know, it must have been quite difficult for you. Well, it was, really. And as I say, it was a bit surreal in a way. But, um, I mean, it's a long... Anyone would say it's a long ladder to the top. And I used to see lads coming from um, from Ireland or Glasgow as a kid as 13, 14, and then they didn't get on. And I was lucky to get up the ladder, but not quite far enough. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, as I say, I don't have any regrets. I've got my memories and got my scrapbook for the grandkids. Yeah. And as I say, uh, I can still watch them. They can't stop me watching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting, though, that because most players, you know, whether they're at the team they support, and quite often, you know, you, you play for your local side, sort of... M- 
stop being fans. You know, a lot of players stop being football fans because it becomes their job and it becomes, you know, then they, you know, obviously they need to earn a living and they, they exactly. sort of lose that. Mm. Ex- exactly, yeah. I probably did have the fiery belly when I come to think of it, but because uh, as I say, I remember Norman Whiteside saying to me, if I don't make it here, I'm back home um, to Belfast to an outside toilet. You know, it didn't matter who he was playing for. He wanted to just succeed, you know. Whereas for me, it was me. It was as if it was my local team, and that's it starts and ends with Manchester United, you know. Yeah, and so the interesting thing about the book is it, it's a kind of fan's life before, yeah. and, and it's a fan's life before and after your time there. But um, and um, you, you mentioned uh, Nobby earlier on. We lost sadly recently, and yes. um, some of the proceeds of them. You, you talk about yep. Gordon McQueen in the book uh, yep. as well, yep. and, and some of the proceeds of the book are going to uh, Sport United against dementia, aren't they? Yeah. Well, my, my own father who passed away just before Christmas, he had uh, Alzheimer's and been suffering for 14 years he was an ex-professional a bit like myself that never never wasn't a household name but he, he played at United in the youth team and then went to Blackburn Rovers so Eric Harrison who brought us all through the class of 92 he, he's also suffered and uh, with Alzheimer's so there's quite a few of the the characters in the book so I felt it was relevant to support the the charity you know Excellent. So, where where can we buy it, Nicky? Well, it's on. It's out. On, it's self-published, but it's out on Amazon. Um, and and also the Christopher Christopher Eccleston has done kindly done the audio book. His father oh. suffered, oh. and that that's out over the next forty-eight hours. And again, that's that's on Amazon. Brilliant. Okay. So, uh, I've just been, tweeted out the details, Nicky. And brilliant. Yeah. It's, 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 account as well. It's been really well supported by by everyone, all the ex-players, and um, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. We wish you well with it. Good to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you very much, lads. Thanks for having me on. Nicky Welsh, my United Road, as he said, is available on Amazon. Yeah. And Krista Regelson doing the audio book. But some great some great stories in there. So what about fun. that? That you can only play for the team you support. Yeah. That's lovely, That's isn't it? it? If you're a fan, it's uh, it's that you know it's, it's uh, how we change football. That was you know because then they'd all then they wouldn't need bonuses, would they? Just say you can only play. Yeah. If you'd been good enough, Paul, you could only play for Spurs and, I think and no one else. People who run football clubs, uh, uh, we, we definitely need a situation in which they've got the whip hand over people who absolutely love the club and yeah, will play I think for so. nothing. I think so. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Chatting to uh, Nicky Welsh just there about his love of Manchester United and not really being able to contemplate playing for anybody else. We, we had uh, somebody get in touch. Yeah, Tim Cullimore says, I used to play the drum. I used to play my drums after school, hoping Brian Ferry would be on the 64 bus and hear me and ask me to join Roxy Music. What do you mean? What, were you playing the drums... On the bus, or were you I don't playing, playing the drums? On the bus. Were you playing the drums as the bus went past, hoping Brian Ferry would be he'd on go the bus? Whatever happened, he'd start playing the, the the drums from Love Is the Drug, right. probably just as as the bus. But I mean, looking at Brian Ferry, he didn't strike me as the sort of bloke who got a bus. You I see, don't know. maybe you see, Brian Ferry's on this. Maybe bus in the here. early days, but I can't see Brian at the back of this sort of number seventy three. <laughs> can you really? And he hears some drums, think, oh, that kid's good. That's great logic, though. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I. Uh, who were you, were you playing for? Who were you in the uh, in the playground? In the playground yeah. Who was I in the playground in those playground. days? That's uh, who would I've been in the playground? Blimey, at that sort of era, probably Greavesy when Greavesy. I was really young. Would have been yeah. I mean, I'm not okay. had any uh, any of his attributes as a footballer. Okay. I used to like I, Mike England was my favourite because uh, he was a centre half, and I used to normally play at the back. And um, I used to love him, the old Spurs and Wales centre half. He was a favourite player of mine. Okay. As a kid, Good what about know. you? Were you boo? You in the playground? I was. I was, uh, I was Clive Allen for a bit. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was. It must be weird now because Clive, one of our colleagues here, you see a lot of him. You, you imagine yourself being Clive, and there you are, sort of yeah. working with yeah, him. I'm, now I'm not anymore. Okay, I, you're I not. Don't, I don't, do you don't see? <laughs> I don't do, sit on. I'm not occasionally. On a scored a header on Saturday. I didn't think you that didn't was Clive th- Allen. No, do, I'm, do now you, I'm just I'm myself. Do you do that? I mean, do you still see yourself as a? Do you imagine yourself as a great player when you score a goal or not? No, I. Uh, the truth <laughs> is, the truth. Just when I turned 41, that was the moment when I realised I was myself. When did you, you know? stop wheeling away and going? <sighs> that noise of a crowd. Oh, no, I still do that. Oh, you still, still do, do that? that. Okay, still do that. Yeah, I do that after if I've had a, done a good link or <laughs> if we've had a good part. I, I leave. When you know, I leave the studio. It's not always at the toilet. <sighs> I'm just, I'm just running around. Yeah, yeah. You do that. I, go That's right, good. I get right in Durham's grill. Like, I've just done a great bit. <laughs> My money's on Durham's grill in the three thirty-five <laughs> at Utoxeter. Um, right, what else have we got uh, from the talk sport? Is this business? a vignette section? I've well, not been informed. Yeah, we've got. No, I think we've got oh, a bit right, of okay, time. Our guest, oh, our right. guest uh, will be joining us now uh, a touch later. You're coming up with ideas for the hundred. You may have seen the, the news that the uh, new sort of short form cricket. Don't say cricket. It, it makes people think it's cricket. The last thing I was making the point earlier on though. If they're so desperate to move away, they want to attract an audience that don't like cricket, then surely part of the attraction is seeing some of the world's best cricketers in this new competition. Why don't they just go out and put an advert in the papers for anybody who who, who was strong, who had good hand-eye coordination? They could then develop their own stars, couldn't they? They need to be famous in some you way. Know, a lumberjack could suddenly find himself as... as... A famous lumberjack? But, no, <laughs> you'd, but you'd go out, you'd, you'd just do wanted. People with right, good okay. hand-eye coordination... Bryson DeChambeau, they should have signed him. DeChambeau, Tyson Fury. Yeah, they should have just mm-hmm. signed a few people like that because then you're not there's those you know those links to cricket, which I think is dragging everybody big, down, big isn't problem. it? Problem, yeah. Well, what what about a reality show? Uh, a reality show to get the teams. Yeah. So some cricketers could enter, but then also you have the lumberjack. You know, mm. I'm Jeff. I'm a lumberjack. Because the last thing we want to do is the last <laughs> and thing I'm we okay. want is cricket fans turning up at the hundred. The last, that's the last thing we want, isn't it? Really, people do you know who, what? People who I, like cricket. I, I, when I first saw the 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 you know the idea of changing wickets to outs, hmm. I, I sort of thought, oh, well, that's ridiculous. But actually, I don't mind. No, I don't mind. It'll, it won't you know, stop me going. No, and I'm quite interested to see how it works. And if, if it does, the, you know, the the, the terminal, the language of cricket is confusing, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it is. Silly point is confusing. Yeah. Where the, you know, if you think about a football formation where the players are on the pitch, right back is sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Centre back, centre forward. You can look at that and go, fair enough. You can sort of point, silly point. Fine leg. It means it doesn't yeah, no, really you're right. mean a whole lot. So mm. actually, maybe it's maybe we are the the luddites in this situation. No, no. I think I think the idea of of sort of making it jargon free is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But I mean, ultimately, you know, you've kind of got to like the, the fundamental sport. You can dress it up how you like. You've still got to like cricket, haven't you? And if you don't like cricket at the moment, we'll you know demystifying some of the jargon and changing some names of stuff uh, the boss has been in touch uh, says uh, my five year old calls spinners the dizzy bowlers I haven't checked it with Gareth Batty yet but it might catch on well, that, see that's we can add that to the, the mix mm-hmm. along with um, hit and run and six and out I thought the captain should be called an influencer because that's a that's, very popular word. No, isn't that's it now? good. Yeah, yeah. And that will really get people. Owen thinking, Morgan. Yeah. The influencer. The influencer. I like that. Uh, Stuart good. Weir's been in touch to say, could the box be re. Uh, lots of people have come up with suggestions for the box, but uh, Stuart says, the inheritance defender. 
for the box. And Eddie says dustbins for stumps. Maximum five over per whacker, chucker. A chucker backstop at either end to take dependent where the ball is after he chucks it. One to two minutes between chucks. See, really all we're doing that. is replacing one lot of jargon for another, <laughs> aren't we? It might be it might be sort of slightly more modern. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm i not altogether sure. Jim Shelley yeah. says the GC playing that. Oh, yeah, Andy Jacobs could pick some star players. Some Slow left arm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Rita Aura. He'd yeah. like to get Rita in. Okay, he? yeah. Because yeah, then we get some stories for the show. Rita or on the GC. But all I'm saying is, if you're if you're trying to if you're saying you know you're you're, you're enticing people to this game mm-hmm. with the world's best cricketers or in this in the, well it ultimately could be but at the moment you know, some of some of the best cricketers around the world. Um, so there there has to be a certain amount of knowledge of cricket to appreciate that you want to go and see you need that at all. you want to go no, and I, see I, these I, guys no, play. Absolutely think. So total free for all. People need don't need to, it's a need to know basis. Okay, don't, fair. You enough. tell some people it's cricket. You tell other people it isn't cricket. Can I uh, some breaking news? Oh yeah. Matt has been in touch to say t- uh, says tell Angry Head, which I believe was uh, uh, David. The bloke got very annoyed that we didn't know the way. How simple from, it was to get from Ostend. Ostend to, to Sheffield, Sheffield because the new Sheffield United manager apparently. Um, Alexander Blessing will have to make that well, he journey. He doesn't fly. Like Dennis Bergkamp doesn't fly. Make that journey. How do you know? <laughs> You're just <laughs> making it up now, aren't you? Matt says, uh, tell Angry Ed to pipe down. Zeebrugger Ferry's no longer uh, running to Hull due to COVID. Rotterdam only to Hull. So he's got oh. from Ostend to Rotterdam. It's hardly worth bothering taking the job now for Blessing, <laughs> isn't it? And then we it's can't not... do the TV formats for Alexander Blessing. Yeah. So this is really, suddenly the pandemic really has hit in now. It certainly it? has. Mm. Um, well, we're looking for TV formats for Alexander Blessing. And Mark Carter says it's a blessing. Right. In this very limited BBC Two series, each week Alexander looks through a never mind the Buzzcock style identity parade, picking out members of his family that he's lost touch with over the years. So he, people there only say, "Hang on, it's Auntie Rita." <laughs> yeah, that, it is quite limited. Uh, I can't see it taking off, Mark. But thank you very much for that. Oh yes, indeed. Blessing with my head. Uh, classic Saturday night ITV show where Alexander Blessing wears a full head mask mm. of people in their workplace to see how long their colleagues don't notice. If he goes the whole day, the contestants win a cash prize. Wow. ITV primetime. Well, hang on, there is that show at the moment, which is Guess Whose House This Is. Have you seen yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's going. Anything yeah. can happen, can't it? Anything can happen. Uh, talksport.com. How do you get on to be the person whose house it isn't? Like, who's walking down the street going, this isn't your house, do you mind just filming? for? Do they win a prize? If they can convince, uh, if they can convince, you know, it's all, one-off this it's morning, all, it's if this all is celebrities, their house. isn't it? If someone's going to chuck a few grand at you to pretend it's not your house, you're not going to say no if work's a bit quiet, <laughs> are you? Would you do it? <laughs> Of course. I'm definitely going to get back to AM's Max Rush. Then. <laughs> oh, this is my house, everybody. If somebody, if somebody, Trust me, it's my house. Somebody chucks you a few grand to pretend something isn't your house. You're not going to say no, are you? I do in my house have a... When I turn the shower on now, yeah. or I flush the toilet, Is this pool, the DIY yeah, question? Yeah. Uh, is this the time for do it? Do you lose do, pressure? Do, do you want to save you it? flush the toilet do and I, get in the shower, there's slightly... Do you want to I save can, it till after three? Uh, save it till after three, This yes. is a hell of a tease yeah, you've know, left yeah, us. Yeah. There's one for all yeah. the uh, the DIY boys out there. I'm interested to know what happens when you put your shower on and flush your toilet. Ian in Wales says, Brian Ferry on a bus, that's nothing. I was such a huge James Bond fan that I'd randomly dive over hedges and walls and hope that Cubby Broccoli was driving past <laughs> and signing for the next feature. Maybe this is a common thing. Let us know. This is off the, uh, Nicky Welsh telling us yeah, about Manchester United. 
fighting his love of this this is the common thing mm. so things you did as a kid thinking it's only a matter of time before I get picked up how you thought you'd get spotted <laughs> yeah. uh, let us know talksport.com text 1889 tweets to TSH&J the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Now, news emerged yesterday that uh, wickets in the new uh, short format game that gets underway in just under a hundred days' time uh, will be called out. They want to get rid of some of the cricket jargon that maybe doesn't make sense to this new thrusting young audience they hope to bring in uh, to the game. Um, it, it's been met with a, with a bit of stick, as you can imagine, as, as, as the idea of the hundred generally. But uh, as Nick Holt was saying in the Telegraph today, you know they've probably decided. Well, look, cricket tradition is I'm going to like it anyway, so we might as well just go a bit mad and and mess with things a bit. Um, And Simon Heffer in today's Telegraph saying, this will both alienate fans and fail to attract a new audience. So, yeah, traditionalists were never going to like it. Um, But uh, maybe we should explore some uh, other um, innovations for the new format. Ben Bloom was doing just that on the back page of the Telegraph Sport today. He joins us now. Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon. I can sort of see the logic to an extent, can't you? You know, if if you're thinking, well, look, you know, we're, we're, Simon's not going to come along, is he? It's not for him. Um, so um, let's go for this new audience and, and let's push it and let's change some of the jargon that may alienate people. Yeah, look, this tournament is not for the fans of Test Match Cricket, the people that have grown up and, and loved the longest form of the game. They know that people like Simon Heffer are not going to like it. So they think, sod it. Why do we need to stick with all of these confusing terms like wicket, which 
wicket means so many different things in cricket. I do understand. It is incredibly confusing if you're coming to the game and you don't understand um, what a wicket is or looks like or might possibly be. Um, but yeah, describing a dismissal as an out is going to stick in a lot of people's throats. You've got two ways of approaching it, really. You can do what they're trying to do, which is to change some of the jargon, or you can do what sort of Ed Chamberlain was keen to do on ITV Racing, which is kind of explain it. You know, try not to be patronising for those that know, but for those that don't, explain it. So you could you could look to sort of educate people and go down that route, but that's, this is obviously what they've decided not to do. Exactly. That's the thing that I think most people that are existing cricket fans um, are a bit put out about. They would say this sport has existed for however, however many decades, hundreds of years. Um, some of the terminology is confusing. So let's explain it to people. You don't just rip up the terminology. You can tweak formats, one day cricket, T20 cricket, now the 100 cricket. But to suddenly... Um, remove all of the terminology that, that the sport is founded on. Um, it's it's an interesting decision. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the, it's almost as if, and Paul's alluded to this, that they're sort of trying to lull people who don't like cricket into going to watching cricket, and they will find yeah. out eventually that it's cricket. With the draw being great cricketers <laughs> yeah. that you wouldn't know unless you like cricket. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Look, this is, this is going to live and die on the big names doing big things, uh, you know, fireworks, hitting hitting long sixes, bowling really fast, that type of stuff. Um, it doesn't really matter what it's called. Um, that that's whether that's going to be a mark of its success or not. Does it stop it out? Are there other are there other phrases that they they're going to change and 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 bring in? Uh, well, the 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 other terminology that they've said they're going to change, which is totally understandable, is changing batsman to batter, um, mm, yeah. because obviously the hundred is for is for men and women, and anecdotally, a lot of women um, female cricketers would like it changed to batter. Um, so that makes sense. Sure. Um, as, as far as we're aware, that that's it for now. But um, but who knows how, how far it's going to go. We like some of your ideas today. Uh, we like six and out. The sort of stuff we used to do at, at, at sort of when we played in the park or in the playground or whatever. Six and out, you, you, you've gone with. Hit and run, we, we liked as well. These are all quite familiar with people who played cricket as kids. Um, uh, allow bowlers to bend their arms. I mean, <laughs> that, would, that would be... I mean, it's basically baseball, isn't what it? About half the half the pitches in the sea, like beach cricket? You know, someone who's at a square leg, which will be called something else, obviously, will be sort of knee-deep in yep. the sea. That would be good. Well, we've it? had some interesting ideas coming in from the listeners. Uh, the JC field... says a defensive shot should be called a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> will you just look at that disgrace? Every, every, has... every forward defensive is booed. <laughs> Leach has got to play disgracefully here and let's Stokes take the strike. Yeah, that would be a, Also, somebody made the point, you know, at, um, uh, in the new 100, does the game stop around the seventh wicket and then everybody stands up and sings a song? The equivalent of take me out to the ball game, like the seventh inning stretch. I suppose you'd sing, you'd paraphrase the 10 CC song, you'd just sing, I don't like cricket. That's it. <laughs> it wouldn't, you just wouldn't finish it off. Do you, do you think there is a... Um, do you think, Ben, there is a... You know, there is a, that fear about Test cricket disappearing. I mean, it does seem possible. I love Test cricket. I'm sure you do. I absolutely, it's my, it is the best form of the game for me. But I don't have a problem with new formats of cricket. I think it's okay. Like you can like more than one thing. Yes, completely. Uh, I, I have grown up with Test cricket. I love Test cricket. For me, it'll always be the number one form of the game. 
that's not true for different people of dis- different generations, certainly the youngest generation and, and people that the ECB hope are going to be attracted to the 100. Um, they will like shorter, sharper, snappier forms of the game that, that you know, see bigger mm. hits. It, it all just comes down to hit the ball really, really far and throw it as fast as you can. I think that's that's what the ECB want to attract young people. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're watching the IPL at the moment. It's on our screens. And, you know, that's probably the best quality, um, you know, white ball cricket you'll see anywhere. So isn't it kind of doing that anyway? If, if, you, if, if it's our equivalent, couldn't you do that within the context of cricket? This is the thing. It's, I'll go and watch 100 cricket, but I like cricket. Max will, you will. But will, it, will this new audience, all these people who've sat in these focus groups and said, well, if we did this and we did that, would you come? And they've gone, yeah, probably would. I mean, do you know what I mean, Ben? I'm not. I'm not altogether sure those people are there. We could be proved wrong, but we'll see, I suppose. But do you think they're there? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think there is uh, this cohort that have looked at T20 cricket and gone, "That's not for me." It goes on and a bit suddenly... too long for me. That's right. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, tedious. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then the hundred comes on the screen. They go, "Oh, yeah, this is what I've waited for." Getting rid of those extra twenty balls. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I, ultimately, it comes down to um, the ECB didn't have a, a profitable um, franchise league uh, in England. India has that. Australia has that. Other countries around the world has it. So England thought, "Well, we can try it, or we can try something." a bit different point, so point that's what is, they've done point yeah. is if they hadn't changed it to outs we wouldn't be talking about it for another 10 minutes well, I suppose, a few people might think yeah. okay well I, I will somebody's, turn it on somebody's sitting in the ECB's PR department saying job done we've done 10 it. minutes <laughs> on the talk <laughs> sport they're opening the champagne now Bloom. aren't they <laughs> four pages in the telegraph jobs are good uh, Ben thank you very much uh, I'll see you I'll see you at the 100 because we'll all be there <laughs> See you there. <laughs> there we are. This Ben Bloom, but you know they've got me. They've got to go and watch any cricket. I don't care. As he on. says, uh, make a rule like the last card rule in Uno, where you have to announce it. Make it that it's the responsibility of the batsman to say it, to, to say it when running. Then yeah. remain out of their crease until they do so. I don't. I don't play Uno. No, I, no nor do, do I. Mate. I'm afraid okay. I don't. A lot of footballers do, don't they? It's a bit of a, well, bit of a if footballer's a listening, Ben Foster, if you're listening, what does that mean? Um, bat should be called blades, says Ben today. That's okay, it. If you yeah. call it, you know, a great shot off. Yeah, that's a great shot off of his blade. Uh, bats reduced in size. It goes back Why to. I mean, that? you know, Bradman became brilliant by sort of fending off the ball with a. Don't a, we want bigger bats? What about smaller bats for everyone except the steroid man or woman who has the hugest has an yeah. enormous steroid bat. man call yeah. for steroid you can call for steroid man. I like the idea from the listener earlier on you said they did that when they were living in Thailand the playing your joker so you could choose an over you'd say our 12th over we want to play a joker mm. on that one it might be a batsman comes in who's a big hitter oh, I agree um, David has been in touch to apologise for coming across as angry about mm. telling me how to get from Ostend to Sheffield. He said yeah. it was sheer frustration at yet another north of Watford Gap ignorance. <laughs> then he says Rotterdam is a good option. <laughs> so okay. There we are. Thanks, David. Good. Appreciate so we, we, we won't talk about that, Rapo, or nothing. Sheffield United's new manager could be coming from Ostend. So that's. Yeah. If they're not it, listening it, to the whole show, Paul, yeah, they don't deserve to know. Keep up or, or, yeah. or, 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 or. Anyway, we'll move on. The Hawksby and
Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Yeah. We do it all again tomorrow, I don't so, we? Yeah. Yeah, if selected. If selected. Um, thanks for listening. If you can, join us on One Great. Tomorrow, if not, the podcast will be available around five. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.